0: Hello, baby!
1: Hello again, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. You have entered a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. You know the score. We are the show that dives into... the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. But you know this because you've been here. I'm going to assume you've been here before, but if you haven't, if you're a newbie, welcome to the show, and I hope we don't deter your love for the band with all of our unknowledge that we know. Uh, but it's not just me here at the desk. No, no, no. I am always joined by my co-host, Corey Morissette. Corey. Corey. I also forgot to mention my name, Mark Meyer. It doesn't matter, but Corey, how are you doing?
2: It's like we've never done this before, Mark. Just uh, <laughs> we're, we're, almost we're, at it. Yeah, I almost at it. Almost at you know by, by show one hundred. I, I think we're going to get this down. Uh, this is only what <laughs> show twenty three. Uh, we're, we're we're still rookies at this, so we 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 got time. I fi- I think we got time to figure this thing out.
1: I think so. And and by a hundred episodes, I mean, at that point, we're just kind of like, all right, all right, what are we doing now? All right. Spin the wheel. How many more songs we got? Oh, there's so many songs, but that's actually uh, the beauty of this show is because it's going to keep going for a while. We are going to get through all of Van Halen's catalog. If it kills us, it might kill us, but that would be one hell of a way to go out. But Corey, I got to say, well, I was gonna say uh, we we are also joined by uh, a special guest. It's not it's it, we got another guest in the house. We we've been lucky to have guests on the show quite a few times, and uh, one of these particular guests happens to be, happens to be someone we have known for quite some time. Uh, and for all of you that don't know this guy. You should get on YouTube and look up The Truly Bizarre World and he'll give you a little bit of taste of the sort of things he's into. It's truly bizarre. Please welcome to the show for the first time our good friend Hillbilly Scribs himself, Jeff Saunders. Jeff, how's it going my man?
3: Hey, hey guys, it is going great. Um I uh I I, I, like I told y'all before the show, I've, I've been playing catch up on, 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 y- on y'all's program here, and uh, this stuff is fantastic. Uh,
4: That's I can't awesome, wait man. to
3: see what builds us uh, today. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind of honest with you. Like, my breadth of knowledge of, of the Van Halen's is not that deep. Uh, I, I kind of, uh, where I grew up in Northeast Texas, like in the mid 80s, they took away our MTV. Uh, you know, because oh, no. it, it would probably lead to, to Satanism and, and that kind of uh, stuff. So uh, yeah, because- for a long time, I, I didn't get to listen to all of this. I, I just listened to the country music on my, my parents' radio in their car. So it wasn't really until I got a license to drive uh, in, in the 90s that I got to experience the rock and roll on the radio. And, uh, you know, so so my my introduction to van halen is kind of the early 90s uh the the uh the david lee roth stuff i kind of missed although you know i I heard it like on movie soundtracks and whatnot uh probably my my first uh occasion to hear him was uh in better off dead of all places yeah uh, a little singing hamburger That's awesome. But uh, that's awesome. yeah, I'm, I'm looking that's forward awesome. to this. Uh, the, the, the first songs that I really remember hearing on the radio were um, like Pion Cake and Right Now. So that's kind of where I came into to the band. Uh, so this is going to be like an, an eye-opener. Well, maybe more of an ear-opener for me. Uh, and I can't wait to see, uh, see what we get today.
2: Jeff, earlier, before we started recording, you said you were playing catch-up on, on the podcast, and you just got done the episode Fool's. Uh, which featured uh, one John Mariano. and somehow that conjured him out of thin air and now he's on the goddamn call. John Mariano's
5: here. Oh boy. Hey folks, it's so great to be back.
4: How did crashing, you get here?
5: I am crashing the party. <laughs> um, you, you, you know you, you mentioned Van Halen and once in a while it summons me. Um, you, you know, the curse of Mariano exists. I'm here to keep it alive. Um, and, and, and I'm looking forward to giving a solid thumbs down along with whatever you guys give solid thumbs up to, um, my, my, my hope. And, and in reality, I was just listening to a bunch of extreme before I jumped on the air. So oh. we know, we know what I'm hoping for tonight. <laughs> Don't you
1: dare. Oh, this is a conspiracy. The cult is growing, Corey. We can't stop it. It's now infiltrated the show. It's, it's got its fingers dug into it. I Ugh,
3: I don't hey, know Mark, what to say. Mark? Maybe, maybe, I can, maybe I can balance uh, the curse of Mariano with a hillbilly blessing. Yes, balance. That's what we're
1: hoping for. Uh, that would be great. Another balance tune.
5: You, you, you know what's tough to balance? Anything that's more than words.
1: Well, you got me there. Corey, uh, before we even attempt... An actual uh uh, show before we spin the wheel that's how this thing works we spin the wheel and the wheel gives us a song to listen to and talk about before we get into that i believe you have some on topic on brand news uh to to share with the class so would you please actually uh uh, mark uh, last week we recorded
2: with uh with kelsey a great Mm. friend of the show she did a fantastic job uh the minute we stopped recording uh, news came out that noel monk died and he was uh uh, like the second, he was originally the road manager for Van Halen, uh, took over uh, right around Van Halen too, uh, right up through nineteen eighty four. Um, he wrote the the excellent book Running with the Devil. He passed away, so uh, we want to give our condolences to the Noel Monk family. Obviously, he was a, a huge influ- you know, a huge player uh, in early Van Halen uh, uh, in their history. Um, and it's an excellent book. Go go pick up Running with the Devil. It's fantastic. And then after that, just a few days ago. Jason, or even just the day after that, Jason Newstead comes out and says, yeah, Alex Van Halen asked me to kind of reform with Van Halen, play bass for him and go on a tour with David Lee Roth. And everyone's like, what? Like <laughs> that, that just came out of nowhere. And yeah, it was, it was Alex, uh, had asked it was going to be with David Lee Roth, Jason Newstead and Joe Satriani. We're going to go on tour uh, and, and play Van Halen shit, which would be <laughs> fucking amazing. Right. And then, so then they asked uh-huh. Joe Satriani and he's like, yeah, I was under the impression we weren't supposed to say anything, but yeah, we've been talking about it for about a year. <laughs> so Joe went and and confirmed it, and then even just today, David Lee Roth, um, they asked him about it, and I'm going to read his quote verbatim because uh, it's David Please Lee Roth. Please do. Yeah. Uh, quote, in my mind, Van Halen 4K in the age of COVID is going to require two of us for every position. Satriani and Lukather, that's uh, Steve Lukather from uh, Toto, who's a big friend of uh, Eddie Van Halen, uh, Anthony and Newstead, al or tommy lee and probably the only one who could do my job today would be pink so can you imagine going to a van halen show that featured alex van halen and possibly tommy lee as well uh, steve lukather and joe satriani on guitar and pink and david lee roth on vocals
1: there's a b and a c team uh, according to this lineup on the names he just gave and boy would i be really really upset to go to a van halen show and hear the c team i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> um, not everybody. I mean, like some of the some of the new uh C team there, uh not so bad, but uh I I tell you, you, you sold me on Satriani. Um if you guys don't know Joe Satriani's work, he's a guitar virtuoso in every sense of the word, and apparently, as is probably pretty typical, a Van Halen fan. Eddie Van Halen fan, I'd venture to say. And that is if you're going to quote-unquote replace eddie whatsoever that's a good uh that's a good person to go to yes john
5: i i saw a gnr at the garden a couple of years back and Mm. pink pink came out with them and she killed it 100 percent. if you're telling me the b or the c team involved satriani and or pink like that's the show i want to be at
1: that's the show that
5: that's the one I mean, you can you can sit me sit there with your judgy little beady eyes all you want, Mark. Um, I'm fine with it. I will go with Jeff and Corey and enjoy the show. I would absolutely enjoy
2: that show, and and I think that's the way to do it. Bring a bunch of artists in, and, and you're not really replacing Eddie. You're paying tribute to Eddie. Uh, that's a good you know, point. Almost like a Freddie Mercury tribute concert, but 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 take it on the road. And you know, uh, Wolfie had mentioned uh maybe being wanting to be a part of that you know have uh, mammoth wvh open and, and have wolf come up and play some bass uh, as well like that would be fantastic the one name that's not mentioned anywhere of course is sammy hagar
1: see because that that's where i'm having trouble with but uh we all know that
2: sammy I'm... and dave are, are are not fans of each other uh, They they went on true. that disastrous tour together to, it, which was so bad they even had to build like a, a false wall between like two sides of the building so they couldn't actually interact with each other at any point but uh, sammy had said he would do uh, a tribute show at some point um I'm, I'm hoping they can maybe kind of put their differences aside and really get everybody involved with van halen together and, and take that thing on the road i would absolutely uh, go see that lineup
5: yeah and a couple other names i'd love to hear down the road p- playing guitar would be would be like a steve i or or Mountain y- mountainstein like um th- throw them in there look even throw a buckethead in there what, what the hell like Give me give me some some good guitar virtuosos in there trying to interpret Eddie and and to, and doing their own take on Van Halen. I would love to see those kind of shows.
1: I could hear Buckethead just doing all of the parts himself, like with the exception of drums, but just playing guitar, playing the the vocal line on his guitar, playing the guitar, uh, the bass, just just everything. Uh, because Buckethead is stupid good. Um, but yeah that's that's some pretty interesting news and right on the tail end as we finished an episode last week that's crazy uh hearts go out to uh uh noel and his family and uh we just keep on trucking that's what we do so um what else you got for us Corey? you
2: know i'm sure that we'll we'll be able to talk more uh, about that potential uh van halen show as the days yeah. and weeks come here uh, I know. I think Van Halen news desk. Uh, God bless them. They continue to break all the big news. They they uh, posted the David Lee Roth uh, soundbite today, just a couple <laughs> hours before we record this. I thought that was pretty awesome. But uh, put me down. Um, I, I'm, Mark, and I are both. Uh, and I, I'll say, I'll speak for everybody on the call here. Um, among the unfortunate ones who never got to see Van Halen live, and now with uh, with Eddie gone, that is a big big miss. Unfortunately, I live in a part of the world where nobody wants to tour. Ever. Although I did just see Alice Cooper and Bucket or Buckcherry uh, and they put on a hellacious show. Yes,
5: John. Jeff lives in a town like the Footloose town where music died in the 80s. So Jeff probably hasn't seen Van Halen. I know I've never seen Van Halen, so I'd, I'd sign up for this. Jeff, am I speaking too soon for you?
3: Uh, well, I, I grew up in a, in the town from Footloose. <laughs> uh, where where I live now, there is kind of a music scene. Uh,
5: oh, okay. Okay. So so like I can confirm it? that. Did you learn how to dance from Chris Penn too?
1: Oh god. Mostly, yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's a reference uh to, to the young listeners going, what the hell are you guys talking yeah. about? So
2: if you, <laughs> his name is Sean Penn. I don't know who this Chris Penn is you're talking about. There was a Chris Penn. He he had his own starting vehicle called The Wildlife. Uh, check it out sometime, or don't. It's awful.
5: If you guys or have young listeners, Dogs. You, you guys are doing a Van Halen podcast. We are? The, the, the chances are your demographic is right in the Chris Penn lane.
3: <laughs> Gosh, I yeah, hope Yeah. Chris, Chris Penn <laughs> taught me half my dance moves, and Miles Teller taught me the other
2: half. <laughs> it's amazing you're still single, Jeff. What do you say we spin the wheel and get a song, huh? Everybody's screaming right now at their
1: podcast player of choice. I just play the fucking song. Hey, look, it's just as much of a surprise to us as it is to you, the listener. We just hope that you are as entertained by it as we certainly are. Uh, but you know how this works. And if you don't, I'm going to explain it to you again. We spin the wheel. The wheel has all of the songs in Van Halen's catalog. Uh, we take one out once we do an episode. So there is still, as I'm looking at the wheel, yeah, there's there's 98. Wow. we we are in double digits now. That's, That's right. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and if you look on our Twitter, the wheel is absolutely real. Some people were having trouble acknowledging that we even had a wheel. Like, no, no, no. We, we've, we have to put it on Twitter for you just to see the wheel exists and the wheel is our uh, fickle mistress. You know what? As some people uh, wouldn't believe that there's a Mariano, but he also exists and he's here again. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's all too real, as they say um and <laughs> the cult grows but uh Corey, i have to ask you because i ask you every week is there something a, a track or maybe an album perhaps this week that you want to manifest and bring to life so that we can have something to talk about you know what i want to hit i want to dave hit because we have jeff
2: here and he said that the, the david lee roth era kind of passed him by i want to educate him a little bit uh, on the glory and the majesty of one david lee roth uh, Sir David Lee Roth, even though he was never officially knighted by the Queen, I'm assuming that's coming uh, any day now. Uh, g- give me something big. We already had Panama. We already had Hot for Teacher. Just, just so- something, Dave,
1: that we could have some fun with. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> some diamond, Dave. Yeah, I'm sure he was knighted. That we'll just keep waiting for that one uh, to <laughs> to come to existence. But uh, for me, I think I want to hear. Sp- some more uh van halen too that's what i want i want something from van halen too so in a sense more more dave i know everyone's going like what mark you hate david lee roth like well first of all no i don't that's never been a thing i'm just pro sammy it's fine i still love david lee roth and i love van halen too i love that album so let's hear some more of that um jeff i as you have mentioned uh sort of van halen's sort of uh catalog kind of it kind of got to the push to the wayside for you, but from the uh, the ones that you are familiar with, is there any in particular you'd like to hear and discuss?
3: I, I, I think anything that a, uh, a claymation hamburger could sing, I would be happy with.
1: That's another reference for you out there. <laughs> so I I would like to hear a uh, claymation hamburger sing a Van Halen tune. So yeah, maybe we'll get lucky. Um and dare I ask, since you're here with us, Mariano, what uh what do you want to bring to the table?
5: I am a huge fan of four unlawful carnal knowledge.
4: Mm-hmm. Bring the right
5: fuck up. on. Hey,
1: you we know, finally had, got one last yeah, week. We had a
2: fuck song last week and it was great. So uh <laughs> I, I I'd be down for another fuck song, absolutely.
1: Yes, let's let's get, let's get a fuck song. Um, but that's Sammy. So you know, if if, if the uh, the wheel gods are are kind, then we'll get either uh we'll either get Sammy or we'll get uh you know maybe a, a hit from the Roth era. Guess we'll find out. It's all up to the wheel, Corey. What do you say we spin this thing? Let's do it. Hey!
2: Slowing down and coming up with oh uh, best of both worlds from oh. 5150.
1: This is a big one. Best of both worlds. Is this our uh uh no we've done a 5150 before yeah we did inside from
2: there from it is 150
4: yeah <laughs> and All now right.
1: best of both worlds.
2: I I'm excited. Uh, I I, I don't want to tip my hand, but I, I know this song quite well. Uh. Jeff, you were I don't know, kind of listening to to Van Halen around this time. Do you you recall anything from 5150? This is the first album with uh, Sammy Hagar.
3: I I 100% do not. (laughs) (laughs) But I've heard y'all mention this album and this song before on the podcast. So I'm definitely interested to see what all the hubbub is about.
2: All right, Uh, John, I I saw you smiling uh, when this thing stopped because the next song on the wheel was going to be Up for Breakfast, which is a a huge turd in the Van Halen catalog. Uh, But we got 5150 instead. What are your feelings on this one?
5: I'm I'm a huge fan of this song. I remember when this was released. I remember I was getting into Van Halen. Well, I was into Van Halen with the 84, but um, my, my cousins were educating me on what was going on with the band. And it was all set up that this was going to be a huge dud because they were changing singers. There was turmoil within the band and all the stuff. And I remember hearing this and just being like, and I I, look, I joke around and I, especially to to Raz Mark and like, I'm not a Hagar guy. Like this song kicks ass. And I am so pumped that we're getting this song right now.
1: Well, look at that. A non-contrarian answer from Mariano. The times they are a-changing.
5: It just sucks that I gotta look into Mark's beady eyes while I listen to it.
1: I'm told my eyes are beautiful orbs, but okay. Beautiful. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to reply to that. It's it's uh it wouldn't be me if I didn't silence a room. It's all good.
2: <laughs> all right. So 5150, of course. Uh Eddie uh, Studios named 5150. This is the uh named after the California law enforcement term for a mentally disturbed person. Uh which is kind of cool. Uh released in uh, 1986. There was actually an edited version. The single version went 358. Uh the album version goes 449. We're going to listen to the album version uh, if that's cool with you guys. I don't I don't usually pick the singles version. I want to hear the whole thing, so
1: yeah, whole
2: thing. All right. So what do you say? What do we get? Why don't we get into Best of Both Worlds from 5150?
1: Let's rock. <laughs>
2: Right, before we get into the, the heavy stuff there, how
1: great is that riff to, to kick off this song? It makes me want to strut. It's a strutting riff. Like of all the times to imagine you're watching a film, uh uh and you're just watching your main character get introduced, and he's just he or she is just strutting along. This is the song you play underneath it. It's a strutting riff. I'm into it. John, you're making a face. What does that mean?
5: I'm just trying to visualize Mark strutting and and it's, it's- <laughs>
1: Oh, it's it, a scene, man.
5: It it, it it it's hitting me in the face like a bunch of wet noodles. Like it's not it's not a pretty picture. You um, don't like noodles? J- j- not not being slapped in the face by them, I don't. Um j- Jeff, how is
3: how is Mark strutting hitting you? Uh, well, I think in all the right ways. Uh so far what I'm hearing is 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 very 90s, very nice. And uh and that's kind of how I would picture Mark Strutting. Uh to to this this music in particular, you know, I'm imagining some very uh loudly colored uh pants and shirt and 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 sneakers
1: nailed it Jeff nailed it. that's exactly
2: oh, what it is Jeff, this is a far cry from Alan Jackson or any of that other uh, country bumpkin shit that you' normally listen to. um I don't know do you, do you feel like you need to go to church and pray after hearing that?
3: Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the goal the goal for this episode is, is for me to to get all the right feels down in the nether regions, and uh, I'm starting to get a little tingle.
2: Oh, I tell you, th- this lick is going to do it for you, buddy. You just wait till I hit play here again. Uh, uh, John <laughs> and I, uh, there, there's a movie that John did, and there was a quote uh, about a purple-headed uh, warrior in yogurt that, that comes to mind. Uh, what's going to happen to Jeff in about 30 seconds when the rest of this riff plays? Can you enlighten the
5: folks, John? Yeah, yeah, just to clarify for the folks, the, the purple headed warrior thing that Corey's actually talking about is a purple headed yogurt slinger. And you guys can use your imagination on that.
3: Oh, boy.
2: Here we go. <laughs>
0: It's not enough to fill me up. I need more than just words to say. I need everything this life can give me.
4: Hey, hey, yeah. not enough. Ow.
2: Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Peak Sammy. That's what I'm talking about. Killed it. I always thought that this song was kind of like a you know, one of the, and I have no, I'm speculating, sorry folks, but I, I always thought this is <laughs> maybe one of the first ones he was writing lyrics to, because it almost sounds like he's talking about uh, his time with Van Allen, right? Uh, this could be everything we dreamed. It's not work that makes it work. It's to let the magic do the work for you. Lyrics like that kind of make it sound like, you know, coming in here, let, let, let's make this a, as kick-ass an experience as we can for the folks and on this riff and on this music, absolutely phenomenal stuff.
1: mm mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you might be onto something there. It does kind of give that feel that, hey, this is our first jam session. What do I write to this first jam session being their new guy? Uh, this could definitely be it. But I don't know because I wasn't there. I'm sure there are a thousand books written upon it that uh, I haven't read. But uh, I'm not an expert. I'm just a simple fan. Uh, Jeff, John, how are you guys feeling so
3: far? I, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting a vibe from this like uh, if Back to the Future – had been made a few years later, they probably would have kicked uh, Huey Lewis to the side. And this would have been the, the power of love song from that movie.
1: Oh, in Earth 2, that's what we got. Man,
2: make
5: the
1: classic it, movie be even better.
5: And I don't, I don't mm. know if you guys noticed, but uh, Sammy's singing in that upper register right now. Like he's, he's up there. And it feels like he's trying to do a dick punch to David Lee Roth and kind of like, it's my band now, bitch. And, and like this kind of feels like it's that statement a little bit. I, I,
2: I can hear see that. Out yeah. of all the classic songs on 5150, this is the one that kind of could seem like a dick punch to David Lee Roth. Absolutely. Because you get, you know, Summer Nights and, you know, of course, Love Walks In and Why Can't This Be Love, the Two Ballads. Uh, you know, and this one kicks off side two. So imagine, you know, side one's pretty good. Then you flip over side two and this is the first thing that hits you in the face.
1: That's not by accident. It's called so, best of both worlds. So we're getting the best of both worlds as in one world is the kick-ass music. Other world is, Hey, now you got kick-ass vocals. It's yeah. It's 100% a dick punch. I think.
3: So, so do you, are, what you're saying is while they're recording this, uh, Mr. Hagar is, is walking around the recording studio with his ding dong out, just pissing along the floorboards.
2: I, I don't see how, how you look at around. it any other way. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's canon. Right. I think that absolutely. Yeah.
1: That that's canon, and yeah. uh, we we're official experts on this now. <laughs>
2: All right. I know last week Kelsey uh, called me out and rightly so for me trashing Sammy Hagar lyrics. That's fucking <laughs> phenomenal. That's low key. Probably my favorite chorus in Van Halen history is the chorus to best of both worlds. That is
1: perfect. Wow. All I right. Love it. Love it. I, well- love it. I can't wait till we get to uh, the power ballads, uh, because then then you're going to you're going to really see, man, that's 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 Sammy's time where he really shines. But it's true. It's 100 percent true. We can we can talk about uh, some of the past songs we've listened to. We've talked about and what the content of the lyrics were or what they might have well have been. Uh, But this this does not uh, this is not one of those. This is actually a song with a statement you know we can speculate also what the true meaning behind best of both worlds is out of good fun it's it's whatever but just what the song is and what he's saying and what in within the con the content of of the lyrics this is just a. it's a very clear picture to me
5: i i i just think that this is i'm traditionally not a huge sammy guy and this to me like this 5150 album and this song in particular is some of my favorite stuff he's ever done. Um, he just, he he feels very rock and roll here. He feels very in your face. And regardless of what the meaning of the lyrics are, the song being best of both worlds, him being the second singer of this band and, and kind of taking it into his own. And the band feels co- so cohesive working in and around sammy sammy working in and around the band it it doesn't feel like oh here's here's a like, here's our next singer here's here's the next guy it feels like no this is this is we are we are gonna be the world's greatest band still and here's the proof and this is this to me feels as much like a declaration as it does a song
3: yeah yeah i would definitely i would definitely echo all of that um i I don't know why this wasn't on a soundtrack for something because it, it definitely has that feel to it. Um, I without you guys if you guys hadn't mentioned it to me, I never would have thought after listening to what we've heard so far that there ever was another uh, lead singer to the band because um, this sounds like you know these guys have been like together and doing their thing the whole time. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. Uh, not that I don't like the, the, the David stuff, which I've gotten to know through listening to, to your guys's podcast. I, I do enjoy some of the shamala dibbly dibbity bops, but, uh, this is, this is good stuff here. And I just want to point Thank out before we kick it in again, That was wonderful. Uh,
2: the band sounds amazing. There was uh, Alex does that little roll yeah. leading into the course. That was just perfect. Mike's killing it on the bass. The production of this album, I always love uh, Don Landy. Who's a longtime engineer uh, for Ted Templeman produced this uh, album with Mick Jones from foreigner and uh, together they, they pumped out an instant classic I think this sounds amazing. What do you say?
1: We keep it rolling. Absolutely. Let's do it.
0: Well, there's a picture.
2: John, when something reaches out and touches you, what do you want?
5: I, I, I like to touch back. Okay. I, I, I reach back and touch back. I reach around sometimes if I need to. Um, but, but, but if something's coming to touch me, basically what I'm saying is I'm touching back. Um, Mark, Mark how, how, how do you feel about all the touching going on?
1: As long as it's consensual, it's all good. I think that's ultimately what this song is about. Best of both worlds, consensual touches. All right, Mark. How good was that solo? I've mentioned before that I'm a sucker for the dive bomb on a guitar. Eddie opens his solo with a dive bomb. He doesn't end it like you would think. Like you expect the solo to end on something like a dive bomb because why not? There's nowhere left for it to go once you've just ripped someone a new one with a rip, roar, and solo. But in this, he opens with it, and so it just becomes this explosion of sound. Uh, I don't know if this one's my favorite solo of it. Well, no, it's not. My favorite solo is Eruption, but that doesn't count. It's a whole, that's a whole track. Uh, That's a whole epic by itself. But uh, this one's good. This one's really, really good. And um, look, if the song is a personal statement about the band and about where the band is going to go upon further research, apparently the song is about Sammy's optimism for the future of the band, which is interesting considering where they go. but then this solo is, is another statement. is another statement of yeah, it's still me. It's still us. We're it's still Van Halen. Kind of like what John was alluding to. Uh, it's we're still gonna kick ass and do the, the same rock music that you know and love. It's just gonna be a tad different because we have this other guy singing for us who's the face of the band now, and he's no uh, he's no slouch. But even if you think so. Listen to this real quick and dive bomb solo solo the best way Eddie Van Halen can do it. Jeez. Ooh, it's fire. That's what it is. It's fire.
3: My my Nether regions are filling the fire right now.
5: I <laughs> I I I it's not among my favorite Eddie guitar solos, but that's like saying that's not my favorite New York pizza. Right? Like like <laughs> even, even, even ordinary New York pizza is pretty, pretty, pretty outstanding. And if if you haven't been to New York, come have our pizza, come have our bagels. This is food talk with John. I, Corey, you knew I was going to bring it back to this. You special.
2: son of a bitch. I haven't had supper. You son of a bitch. Now I'm craving pizza. Like you wouldn't believe.
1: He's not wrong though, about the New York pizza. It's, it's very true. Uh, Corey, how do you feel about this solo? Oh God, it's, it's perfect. Everything about this is perfect.
2: I, I love the solo again. He's not overplaying the song. He sounds amazing, and he's playing rhythm underneath, which in the Dave era, he didn't do. I don't, I'm trying to think if, of the songs we covered. If he played rhythm underneath any of the Dave stuff, it was just kind of from this era on, he played his own rhythm underneath. Um, never liked double tracking or anything like that. So uh, the fact we got Eddie playing rhythm underneath his own stuff and the band is on fire. Uh, I, I thought the solo was absolutely fantastic. And then we're going to bring it down now again, a little bit, just kind of like good sex, right? We're going to bring it close to a climax and then boop, bring her down a little bit and then we're going to build it back up again. One of my favorite parts about this song, like good fucking best of both worlds. (laughs) Is there for you Van Halen fans? Here we go. We're going to take it out in a minute here. I just wanted to point out the lyrics on that last, uh, verse. Mm-hmm. you don't have to die to go to heaven or hang around to be born again. Just tune into what this place has got to offer. Cause we may never be here again. Again, it kind of fits into the whole, uh, Sammy in, in embarking on this new journey with Van Halen, doesn't it? Like it yeah. you know, kind of ties together.
1: I think it is. And you know, he's, he's saying to you like, look, this, I think even he is sort of uh, putting a little commentary on that. Like, look, I don't know how long this is going to last because, you know, I'm still the new guy and I don't know how they're going to feel about it. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this in like a year's time, but here we are and we're doing it. So enjoy it because we're enjoying it. It was a big unknown at the time. How Van Halen
2: would fare uh, with David Lee Mm -hmm. Roth. Of course, he was first out of the gate. He did the EP uh, Crazy from the Heat uh, and his first debut album was coming out same year. Um, So there was a lot of unknowns around uh, Van Hale at the time. Of course, now the album has gone uh, six times platinum uh, in the U.S. It's obviously a colossal hit for the band. But, you know, back in 86, a lot of uncertainty. So uh, it kind of shows the lyrics here. Uh, John, anything that you want to add there before
5: we kind of hit the final minute of the song? No, we were at an interesting point, point in music, right? Like, just to give it some context, like Def Leppard was going through their own stuff at this time. Van Halen was going through, we have all these mega bands and, and Aerosmith that we do the Aerosmith podcast, they're going through their own stuff. So all, all of these bands that, that were on top of the world at this point of the 80s, were going through these transitions and we didn't know where they were gonna land yet, right? Like, Walk This Way kind of hits what run DMC in 86. Um, th- this hits, um, Hysteria hasn't hit yet for Def Leppard. So, so like, just to give you context, there was such an upheaval in the rock world at this point, and we're, we're, we're just on the precipice of all this, all these major changes and things happening. It was such an exciting time to love music.
2: And what were you listening to in 86, John? Did Dolly Parton have an album out there? Um, uh, Sorry, not know, John. If- yeah. I tried to make right. a pumpkin joke and it didn't work, so we're going right, to cut that
5: out. I, I, no, no, we're not going to cut this out, Corey. We're gonna, You're not we're editing the, the show, it. you prick. I'm editing the show. <laughs> because, because, because I was a huge 9-to-5 fan, you son of a bitch. Well, it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah.
4: I'll, I'll give you Everyone that. one. likes 9-to-5. Yes.
5: Everybody, on. <laughs> everybody likes Dolly. That was just, yeah. do that on my part. She's
3: a treasure. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, those last lyrics, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why we still didn't have MTV in, in the mid... To late eighties,
1: <laughs> <laughs> took away your MTV, your your big screen TVs.
2: Now look all, at all the all, all your electronics, and look at all the good shit you missed. I'm, I'm
3: learning about it. <laughs> all right, let's keep it rolling.
2: just like after the big climax we got a little bit of enjoying the afterglow uh, as we mm. fade out here uh, i need a cigarette now mark what are your thoughts on best of both
1: worlds six to midnight uh but yeah that's um I, I really like how they just decided not to do the concert ending with that one they just sort of like no no no. we're still jamming we're still vibing you're still vibing so we're just gonna slowly just sort of fade off into the sunset it, It's uh, the the rhythm leave of sex. You with your thoughts it, it's the rhythm yeah, of i sex. Mean, right Start yeah, on soul, it. build
2: them up, start yeah. it, bring it down, bring it back up, and then the afterglow.
1: You heard it here, folks. This song is just good fucking. But uh, my, my question to the crowd, and uh, we will start with, uh, with our guests here. Jeff, you've now heard some Sammy Hagar-era uh, peak Sammy, I would say, Van Halen. You've heard a song you are not familiar with, and now you are. Tell me. Uh, you can do a, a thumbs up or down. Is this what dreams are made of, or for you is the dream over?
3: Yeah, this was this was certainly some good stuff, and and if this is if this is what the the Sammy era is, I, I want more. Uh, you know, uh, the 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 one thing about just catching a few of the band songs that that got radio play when I finally got a radio when I finally got a car uh is there's a lot that I've missed out on and and this is this is uh this is definitely some good stuff and and I I agree with everything that Corey said about the uh th- this uh, being like a uh, sexy you know this is definitely like uh, straight out of the, the the brown chicken, brown cow uh, uh, songbook, you know, and uh, and I love it. Uh, and, and then and the way it faded off there at the end, I mean, it almost felt like we were all cuddling afterwards, right?
2: Like a, a big worm poised coil hug. But when you said brown chicken, brown cow, I looked over at John and he gave the most awful scowl, like
3: he's struggling to comprehend what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, brown chicken, brown cow. I, oh, I got understood. it. I got it. I'm,
5: I'm dying over here. <laughs> John, what did you think? I thought I thought it was a sex position for a minute. <laughs> it <laughs> could be. <laughs> How would that work? It is now. Um,
3: come on down to Texas no and I'll show you. Yes.
2: Oh. <laughs> John's going to draw something now and, and show us later on the call. I can predict it.
5: Uh, I'm going to draw your faces on it, too. It's going to be great. Thank you. Oh, boy. Before but Before about- you do that, though, yeah. yeah, the
1: song is the dream over, or is this what sexy dreams are made of?
5: I mean, come on, you, you, you're giving me literally the best of both worlds. You're, sit, you're sitting there and you're remaking the band on the fly, and not not only not missing a beat. But making it seem like it's this band's fourth or fifth album together as, as a unit uh on the go and, and part of that is how excellent the musicians are behind the band but part of that is the professionalism of mr hagar and my word what a song what a what a what a way to turn your album over flip it to flip it to side B and kick
1: ass out of the gate well said very well said and uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked by how how much I'm agreeing with John uh, on today's episode. But the true test is, is now upon us. Corey, you said you maybe you showed your hand a little bit, but I don't think so. I think you have uh, more to say about it. So tell me, is the dream over or is this what dreams are made of for you?
2: This may be my all-time favorite Van Halen song. Coming into the podcast, I had this penciled in at number one. I love this song that much. And uh, 23 episodes in, I, I still love this song this much. Uh, breaking down the songs like we're doing, something might uh, surplant it someday, Mark, but it's not not this day. Best of Both Worlds is fucking fantastic. I love everything about this song. And I love that we spun this song when we have the Best of Both Worlds with our guests. We have Jeff, who is Elevated, Uh, everything that we do throughout the entire time we've known him and then we have john and they're so opposite spectrum of each other that they're the best of both worlds so uh it's a perfect song choice for tonight
1: and it's absolutely what dreams are made that's that's actually oh man yeah we do have the best of both worlds and this was serendipitous ah the wheel knew the wheel knew that to, that today's episode was going to be uh, something special had to give us something special um, and uh, so to, fo- to to finalize ha- our thoughts on this uh, on this track it's my go and I'm gonna tell you this, Corey, I'm gonna need you to bust out uh, a broom because it's a clean sweep.) <laughs> I don't think I can add too much more to what has already been said, but I, the only thing I kind of wish this song is so damn good. And this album is so damn good. I almost wish this had been uh, the opening track to 5150 only because Sammy comes out swinging. The band comes out swinging. I mean, like, it's not uh, a completely like rip roaring, like, hard rock song but it is rocking and it rips in all the places that it should shout out to that dive bomb solo uh but it's like i said earlier it's this peak sammy he's not even he's not even hitting uh close to the highest notes that he can hit and does hit other times on this album uh and then later when they do more songs but this is still he is in just superb vocal condition for this song for this time the lyrics are absolutely perfect for the music. The music is just, I mean, what can I say about the music? You just heard it. You know how good it sounds. I'm super happy that uh, this was somebody's first time listening to this song. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for that. Because yeah, this looking at it from your perspective kind of gives me extra perspective. And uh, I am very familiar with this song, but it was, it's always nice to revisit a song that we are familiar with. Corey can attest to that. And I have to agree. This is some good fucking music. So there you go, you guys. Yeah, Keen sweep. Even Dave's <laughs> happy. Even Dave's happy. I mean, <laughs> he, he did a little bump before. He's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is, that is best of both worlds. And you had the best of both worlds because you had uh, Corey and myself. And then you had uh, some old faithful friends uh, joining us for today, Jeff and John. Uh, but before we depart, Corey, can you let the people know where they can find the podcast, where they can find us, you in particular?
2: Well, they can find the podcast wherever uh, you get your podcast from. Uh, You can find us on our website, podcastwillrock.com, on our Twitter handle, at podcastwillrock. And uh, please let us know what you think of the show, good and bad. I know we like to make fun of the people that that trash us. Uh, They're certainly out there. But for everyone that trashes us, there's about 10 that doesn't. So... Uh, guys like uh, Michael Green and Tar Marm Brewster and I want to shout out our friends at the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast uh, they just did a, a deep dive into 5150 actually the entire album with our guest in two weeks Eric Senich from the Van Halen News Desk so by all means check out that show uh, Sean Geek and Fast Fret are actually booked on our show as well coming up in July so that's going to be a great time but they do a fantastic podcast fun. Absolutely. absolutely check that out as well as check out all of our friends on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, which includes Backtrack's Aerosmith Revisited, which is a show I at least used to host with one John Mariano. I don't know if I I do anymore because I trashed him so bad on this show, but uh, if we're still doing it, they usually drop on Wednesdays. John, do you want to talk about that at all?
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, We talk talk about Aerosmith. We kind of do the exact same thing that they do here. Only we use dice instead of a wheel and we're building a um, ultimate mixtape of Aerosmith songs. So everyone can join us, I just wanna make it clear. I think the mistake Corey makes in, in talking about folks is as you can trash all you want as long as you're listening. So by all means, you folks out there that are listening to this episode, feel free to trash me, tra- 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 trash Mark, trash Corey. You could trash the greatest human being in the world, Jeff Saunders. I, I, I mean, look, if you're gonna trash Jeff, just understand that you're probably, you're, you're probably garbage. But we still endure, <laughs> endorse the fact that you, you're allowed to trash people, um, and, and by all means, trashing us means you're listening, and we appreciate you. Absolutely, well, well said, John. Yeah, Jeff.
1: I'm, where can the good people find you?
3: Uh, well, uh, I'm right. I'm I'm right here right now. Uh, mm. But other than that, uh, I, I believe I think my thing is at Jeff Saunders 1974 across the socials and uh and there may be some some hillbilly uh, scripts uh new content coming out soon so uh you can google google the hillbilly scribs and 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 find all that kind of good stuff
1: you're in for a treat if you are not familiar with the scribs because that is just good quality content from a good quality individual we love it uh you can find me of course at mark the bat on twitter and instagram and I agree with uh, Mariano's sentiment. Trash me all you want, just as long as you're listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, that's the show, you guys. Thank you so much to John and Jeff for joining us. Uh, you know, One of you just uh, being invited and one of you just manifesting your damn self but it's always a treat because that's that's what we do here we have fun we talk about a great band like van halen one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time we are simple fans we're not experts we're not historians of the rock variety we're just fans who enjoy the music who enjoy talking about it and that's what we do here and we we appreciate you all joining us for the ride this is and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later